This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey guys, Maria Menounos here. Before your favorite AfterBuzz TV after show begins, I'm so excited to tell you that my new cookbook is out. It's called The Every Girl's Guide to Cooking. It's the quickest, fastest, easiest, most amazing recipes for kitchen newbies and chefs alike. Please check out mariamenounos.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV, over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after-shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! The best mood starter ever! I just downloaded it. Yeah, our theme song now. I think from now on out. Will you tell them what you said when it, when it came on? Oh, I want this to be my theme song every time I walk into a room. Wouldn't that be such a nice intro? Let them say what they're gonna say. All you gotta do, Marilyn, is just cue it up every time you are about to enter a door and yeah. just walk in and play it. Yeah, you have the control. You just slide your phone in on the floor yeah. and then just be like, oh, how did that happen? That's Can I a- like old school boombox it? Please do. Say anything yeah. style. Oh, yeah. That's a very like Alana thing. In case you guys didn't know, this is Brandon's first time on the live chat. So I'm looking at it because normally people have a computer up, but I have never seen anything anyone has to say. So now I'm trying to be more And let them engaged. say what they want. Let them say what they guess. Let them say, because last time we did have somebody commenting but we didn't get to really like address it because mm-hmm. it was maybe inappropriate right. yeah. we couldn't quite figure that out in the time frame we were here so yeah we're here this week if you guys are watching please join our live chat so you guys can interact with us here i am your host mary lou mandel you can find me on all social media at mary lou mandel and let's meet my lovely co-hosts hello i'm brandon marlo you can follow me on twitter and instagram at b-a-m-a-r-l-o hey guys it's jay ellis and i'm on instagram at don't underscore b underscore jealous j-e-l-l-i-s and then twitter at still underscore jealous j-e-l-l-i-s I feel like my handles are so boring compared to yours. <laughs> I'm Jeff Graham, guys. Thanks for tuning in. You can find me on Twitter at Jeffrey C. Graham and Instagram at Jeffrey Crane Graham. Oh, because I was going to ask, what's the C, but it's Crane. It's Crane. I, it's I my mom's it. maiden name. I caught it. Oh, I like also. it. That's nice. It's also a bummer, though, because it's a very <clears throat> prolific toilet manufacturer. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. No. Crane oh. No. And did children associate that. that? Well, yeah, because urinals almost always have Crane on them. So oh. lots of bullying that this guy faced when he was in fourth no. grade. I thought Ichabod Crane at first, but oh, maybe yeah. that's just Sleepy very Hollow. Very literary of you. I mean, very intelligent. Yeah. <laughs> it's clearly. Yeah. I and I don't to, pee, so. No, I used no. to date a guy named John, and I was, I'm Lou, and he's John, and I was here at the toilet with toilets. That's kind of cute. John and the Lou. Yeah. Uh, we didn't work out. <laughs> it didn't work. It didn't work <laughs> out. Gotta bail. But you know what did work out is this week's episode and last week's episode of Broad City. We've got episode yes. five and six that we're talking about today, which I was super, super excited about. Episode five is 20. 
2016. Mm-hmm. 2016. So uh, I was surprised when they saw like the name of this one because usually I feel like it relates more to the episode. Mm-hmm. And I was like, does this really relate? I was like, I guess it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess it does. Yeah. We're by about the like, end. Yeah, by the end, you're like, ah, mm-hmm. I see, I see. So, yes, we had lots of cameos in these two episodes, mm-hmm. which I want to talk about once we get in between the two. Uh, so let's get started with this one. We start with the girls together in the park. Yeah. And what are they doing? They're like trying to make good combos of things. Inventions, essentially, right? Like yeah. kind of what and I think I don't know, I've had this conversation with friends like I have the next million dollar yeah. idea, but I, I really clearly liked I don't. gift basket. I like it. Except I did read an article today. I think officially it's GIF eh. is what I read. You so. can't make GIF happen. No, it's not yes. gonna happen. Yeah, I like no stop one ma- trying to make GIF happen. And then if you're the one friend that says it, that way everyone looks at you. Uh-huh. You're just like, no. I yeah. just I'm overcome with legitimate social anxiety anytime I have to use that word. Oh, I me never too. say it. And I, I never say meme. meme. Or mem or meme. Mimi. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the proper French meme. Yes, no, yeah. but my, my favorite of all of those was when uh, when Ilana's like, okay, what about like a skateboard with a handle? <laughs> it's like, logic. A scooter. It's like a, a scooter. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. totally, totally right, totally dirt, right. Dirt, 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 dirt. And then they're like, why don't we always go there? Why don't we always come here? It's beautiful. No, it's kind of far. Do you guys have places like that that you guys... Like, every time you go, you're like, oh, I should come here all the time. But then you're like, mm. Anywhere in L.A.? Because you got to drive. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it depends on the time of day. I should go here, but I can only go at 6 p.m., meaning I will never go. Yeah. Right. Did, did, yeah, I don't have one specifically for around here. But, I mean, hiking, I guess. I go to Temescal Canyon, and I'm always like, man, I should come over here more often. Yeah. I don't know. That's my. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, actually, Central Park, I've, I'd never been to New York, and I went twice last year, and every time we always stay in Central, uh, or in Times Square, and so I'm really close to Central Park, and I always think, oh my god, it must be so convenient for everyone to come here, but then I ask any of my friends who live in New York, they're like, yeah. I haven't been ever. Yeah. Like, I just don't go. It's so, like, far away, right. off the beaten path for, like, what you actually do. I'm like, oh my god, I would only live here if I could live right next to Central Park. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that about the beach. I never go to the beach. No. Like, Ever. But then people from We're other places siders. are like, don't you yeah. go to the beach all the They're time? Like, and you're like, LA's so great. No. I like, go to the beach all the time. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> that water? I, I don't think so. So I go like all the time. Yeah, and I'm yeah. such I'm a bro. with gross things because I'm in the water all the time, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 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 Gross. Sure. Okay, so somebody's using the beach. <laughs> yeah, we are. Doing it. We are. Someone's using the beach. Okay, so we've got two different stories that are happening with the girls this week. Uh, Abby has got to renew her driver's license, mm-hmm. and then Alana's got to get a new job. Right? Bye, seals, seals. But before they part ways, there's like a fun little moment where uh, Abby's like, I love your lipstick. And I was like, yeah, I got it used? She, like this. She's uh, like, what, what you, you you buy new? What? She's like, and then she's like, no? uncomfortable. Right? And, and, and that's so adorable, Abby, who's always overcome with this, like, no, I need to please you. Yeah. I'm fine, right? Yeah. So, that's, is that something that happens, Marilyn? No. Can, okay, okay. No, that's I didn't know. I don't use lipstick, so. Yeah, I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I don't know anybody that I know who would admit to using, like, used makeup. <laughs> you know, right? I would eat a Skittle off of the ground. That I is know. not a joke. But I, I have an issue with using other people's chapstick. Yeah. Other people using mine, I'm totally fine with. But <laughs> it's like. When someone else gives me theirs, I'm like, mm, I really have to think about it. Because you know what you're it. giving them, right. even though it 
whatever they have is coming back at you. Right. Yeah, totally. But you, you can scrape the top off. Like, that was yeah. a legitimate well, and that thing. That's true. When she said that, I was like, all right, because that's like when you go to a makeup store and you want to try on lipstick, like, they wipe it off, they spray it with alcohol, they wipe it again. Yeah. Like, so that it is a thing. Mm-hmm. But where did she buy this used lipstick? Didn't she say she found it? I think it? she, oh, found, she it. found it. Oh, yeah. If it's Alana, she found it while walking somewhere. Yes. And she's probably like, yes, in the gutter. <laughs> she was staring at someone's butt trying to identify who it was. But she looked at yes. it and saw it. <laughs> she can that. identify better with the butt. Yeah. Such a funny joke. So funny. And it's like continues forever. Yeah. Da- so dad ass. Dad ass. <laughs> dad ass. Okay, so uh, Abby doesn't want to go to get her thing, her renew her driver's license. Uh, but Alana's like, you know, like in the span of your life, it's a blip. But like in reality, it it's is gonna one be, second. Yep, it's twelve hours, right? But that's real. I know. You know? Okay, like, DMV only, struggle is real. Am I the only one who always has really good luck? I've never been in the DV for more than thirty minutes. You're magic. I will go with you. I next could time. spend mm-hmm. the rest of this after show telling you about my horror stories from the DMV. Oh. I don't know if you get. It must be a big city thing because when I lived in Cleveland, it was like fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But any small town I've lived in, it's always like easy. And then when I came to LA, I was like, it's What hellish. is this? Not. I mean, I had an appointment, and it was seriously like. Um, Abby's experience yeah. after at the Culver City one, I had yeah, no the problem. City one. That's the only one I've been yeah, to. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I got and I got a good picture, so I was actually happy about that. That's uh, great. In Arizona, they must have it mainstream because you walk in and the driver's license lasts for fifty years. I got it when what? I was twenty one. So I'm That's moving. why there's no line. So at seventy one, I'm gonna look really good <laughs> and still have the same ID. Wow, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Fifty, 50 years. Fifty years I, is ridiculous. People take it all the time and. Like, I've tried to get money out, and they think it's fake. I want so, to see it after. Oh, I, I have a raper face. It's really scary. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to see it even more. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. So, we do get her. Okay, so so Abby really wants to get a good picture because she says that this other one's bad. Like, but nobody has a good picture. You know, Not raper me, face. Abby. Right. <laughs> raper face, right? I feel you. So, she's going to get her hair cut. And I love when she's showing all of the different pictures. And the girl who, like, who's in the, the booth next to her, like, Looks at it and you see her like cut the girl's hair off and like, they don't even address it. I know. Like yeah. it's so funny. I love little nuggets that they do so for great. us in, in Broad City like that. But then she passes off this like her coupon, her deal seal seals for the haircut. And the guy's like, Yes, we're gonna make you look so good. Wait, your haircut's gonna be fifteen dollars. And he's like, We're done. Did it it looked like he actually cut her hair? I know. It looked real. I've actually I used to work background, so I've I worked a scene where they were cutting hair. Mm-hmm. And for multiple takes, what you do is you actually are just adding clips of fake hair in there. Yeah. Oh. I mean, take, so. It was not like he was looking in it because we watched it a couple times and every time just like it doesn't look like he would have any sense. He just clips. Because right, all of that might be fake though. Like I would hope. Because like, she had like it was like half up. I guess you're otherwise right. I'm really dedicated to her. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just having chunks just of her like hair cut off. Hair. Right. Maybe. Interesting. Well, it was, it was uh, all a wig. Well cast. Um, barber. I, I like mm-hmm. her. salon. Good. What do you call it? If it's not a barber. Hairstylist. I was gonna say yeah. a salonist. It's not a word. Making up new words. Logic. Logic. Maybe I'm more Alana than Abby. Yeah. Than know. yeah. <laughs> Especially, you seem like so obsessed with Abby. I know. That you You're must right. be Alana. Oh my that's gosh, very that's Alana exactly what it is. It's yeah, totally yeah. you. And I have to say that yesterday, uh, I came to AfterBuzz and I was picking up, I, I saw Jeff and I was like, I need a parking spot. So I picked him up and we went to go to his car. He's like, I can't find my car. This is such a, <laughs> such a Alana moment. I wish you were lying, but she but then, But then you'd have to be like, life. but wait, I don't have a car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we yeah. drove around out. He's like, it's like a, this kind of car. I was like, is it that one? That's exactly what like, he's like, no, wait, maybe we passed it. Maybe it's further. It was, 
We found it. How yeah. did you lose? We have a one block radius that we can park here. How do you lose I'm, your car? We don't need to talk about it. We should talk about at, or Alana's tap dancing. Yes. Because that was actually great. Yes, her skills. I don't know tap, so I didn't know if it was like funny or if it was good. So, But it looked good. Yeah. I think it was it's funny good. because it was good, was what mm-hmm. I thought. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't really know anything about tap dancing, but yeah. I just, Alana slash, I mean, both the character and the actress always surprised me in like her legitimate theatrical talent. Like mm-hmm. she's like a really good singer and like mm-hmm. she can tap dance. What? Right. In like these two episodes, she tap danced, she did a flip on yeah. the subway, she spoke Chinese. <laughs> And uh, there was like one other thing that I, oh the bowl that one scene where she's like on the phone negotiating. Oh my gosh. We'll talk about that. That was so good. It yeah. was like my favorite of all of it. Many talents. I was like I'm so in love. She's, she's just a very physical comic because like there's the, um, the pegging episode where she twerks on the wall. Mm-hmm. Like she really knows how to play physical, and it's yeah. like re- she's just a talented actress. For well, sure. didn't she say in one of the episodes that she was a gymnast? Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if like she secretly yeah. was. Yeah, I, I think that she probably... I mean, I think they I think incorporate a lot of themselves into this, which right. I think is interesting because when you watch interviews, they seem totally different. Alana's very well-spoken mm-hmm. and, and very calm, cool, and collected. And on the show, you know, she's a little bit more emotive. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting to see how they take those mm-hmm. certain parts of themselves. I would love to be able to ask, like, what sort of mannerisms and real things about yourself do you incorporate into the character? Because it's hard to tell I know. what they use. The line is blurry, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So then, like, back at the haircut, so she gets her haircut, and then she, like, her neck gets stuck, right? Mm-hmm. Abby's neck gets stuck. And, like, this is the worst, because now she's going to have to spend the day at the DMV and try to get a picture, and she's just, like, a wreck of a person, more so more so than normal. So yeah. when she gets to the DMV, it's, like, chaos. <sighs> It's chaos. Have you guys walked into a situation like that before? It looked like Walking Dead. It did look like Walking Dead. I (laughs) was like, this is pretty, this was smart. The production designer, because a lot of those choices, you know, you can write that in a script, but that all comes down to production design, Mm -hmm. that comes down to direction, that comes back. Lighting, wardrobe, and you know, they're probably all background actors. That's a fun, (laughs) I'm sure that's the kind of thing where these background actors read the description, you know, disgruntled, homeless looking types. They assume they're going to be on Law and Order. They assume they're going to be on Walking Dead or like The Last Ship or something. They find out they're going to be on Broad City. They're probably like, what kind of scene am I going to be in? Yeah, what is this going to be? And then like her number, when she pulls her number, it's like a bunch of random numbers and like a hammer symbol. Mm -hmm. Like that I thought was so funny because it's random, but it totally makes sense. Yeah. It worked for how they dramatized it Mm -hmm. because it's it's not so much this is actually what you walk into as this is how you feel when Mm -hmm. you're walking in. That that you are walking into like a purgatory that you don't know when you're getting out. And you just have to go in. And so when she looks at it and she's reading all these letters and or numbers, letters, and a symbol, and all of them are popping up, and the one woman finally has her turn and people accost her for the yeah. for her ticket. She just starts cackling. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And then when people attack the the one guy when he unplugged his phone charger. Yeah. And everybody goes after that. Like I've seen those kind of things happen in airports. Oh yes. It airports. is a hot commodity. If you have an outlet, you could barter. Right. You could be like, yeah. I will take your first class Especially ticket. LAX. It's yeah. so And bad. Disneyland. I just saw that happen at Disney. I'm like, what do you... It was kids. Or like 18-year-olds. I'm like, go on a ride. You're charging your phone. <laughs> oh, they do that at restaurants. That's the one yeah. thing you know you're getting old when you're just like... Your skirt's too short and you're charging your phone all the time. <laughs> what, what do you need that for? Well, I always have like two backup batteries. Yeah, smart. A, different, a, different, a different kind of charge for it. Okay. You're, you're prepared. That's adulthood. It's yeah, adulthood. you are. Okay, right. gotcha. I'm not like, please, let me no. Please, sir. <laughs> oh my God. Please, Could sir. I have some more? <laughs> Just a little bit more uh, power. Yeah. <laughs> so she finally, Abby gets up and it's time for her to take her picture. And she's like, can you like count me down? Like, can we do like a cute side thing? And he's like, oh. Fine, you know, like so. She turns her head straight. He's like three, two, one, and then she vomits. 
Oh my gosh. That would be like the nightmare of nightmares. I wish they would have shown us that photo. They didn't show us the photo. I yeah, know. I was yeah. disappointed. Kind of yeah. But they did a still yeah. when, yeah. when she did it. I guess it's the same thing. Yeah, I, I needed it like on a card. Like maybe they printed it once. Yeah. And then, but you wouldn't get your license for a few weeks anyway. It's true. Yeah, that's fair. Maybe it'll come back around. It, uh, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, and they're like, oh yeah, you took that nice photo, but... Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We have this other one <laughs> that we prefer to put on there. So she's out there. They get on the phone, um, and then... Uh, Alana is like on her bike, bike messenger mission right now, so she picks her up because uh, she says, "I would be happy to pick up that ass and like the most, the most precious, precious package package ever," <laughs> and brings her to the chiropractor. So then we learn that the chiropractor is like another awesome cameo that we have is Alan Alda. Alan mm-hmm. Alda, yeah, like, that was great. So random, mm-hmm. but like the more they get these celebrity cameos, the more, the, the less random it is. Where you're like, "Yep, this is their world." But also not random at all in the way that they're only there for a very short, like Whoopi Goldberg, and you use her for maybe 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting how they use them yeah. because they don't integrate them to be the star of that episode. It's not like Law and Order where it's like that person you know like is going to be the criminal, right? Because that's who they they're on the show for that reason. These you kind of never know how they're going to be used, mm-hmm. which makes it more fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think we've seen a guest star change sets yet. You know what I mean? Oh, true. No. Yeah. They're... Which means they're probably only there for a couple days. I guess Kelly Ripa shows up to the coat check, and yeah. then she's also in the apartment. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure they're designing these co-stars, these guest stars, around mm-hmm. um, locations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. making it easy for them. Yeah. Like, they're like, yes, you can be a guest on our show, and it's going to be the simplest thing ever. You right. just come in and be you and be fabulous. Okay, we skipped over one little detail that I want to hit. Yeah. yeah. Is Alana's wig choices. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. in... In every season, she's had a wig, and she has such wig face. Like, she says it some way, and then she goes, God, I have, like, the perfect face for a wig. And <laughs> yeah. she does. In yeah. every hair color, she pulls off. She really does. And last year, or last episode, she had, like, the Merida, the Brave, the red curly hair, <laughs> and this one, like, the sleek blonde. I'm like, God, she has she has a wig face. Like, yeah. she looks so good in yeah. any wig that she wears under that totally. helmet. She really, really does. And I was surprised that there was a new one with a different hair. Mm-hmm. Yes, I hope that they just keep, just, like, well, keep, keep using it. I like mm-hmm. that it's attached to the helmet and not her head. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's it comes off with the helmet. Yeah, yeah. it's hilarious. That's she did favorite. look so good with it. She really did look so good with it. So at the chiropractor, we find out the chiropractor sells her art <laughs> and like yeah. it's actually very like caring mm-hmm. of her. If only if Abby were to ever have a chiropractor she sees regularly, this is so Dr. Heller is so the guy the that guy. she'd be going to. Absolutely, yeah. he's the guy. So he's like, yo, you could just make an appointment. It, what, what are you doing? This is mm-hmm. 2016. <laughs> and so she makes an appointment and it's DMB Heaven. And I love the guy on the, the hoverboard who's like yeah. the, the concierge of it. Mm-hmm. He's like he's like, Yes, we've been waiting for you. <laughs> and but there's like chocolate everywhere. The, and a photo the chiropractor shoot. gives one snip and then her hair is fixed. And there was so much. This was probably one of my favorite like slapstick episodes that we've had where it just is like these jokes that are, like I'm looking for my other ones, but there's so many that were just so like moments like that where that made me laugh where they just came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I, I like that kind of slapstick. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and the I show hasn't done really it too much, but yeah. Yeah, so, so she's got DMV heaven, she's got a photo shoot, and they're like, wait, we got the photo, but one more for me. Right? And mm-hmm. this is great. And, and I, I thought about this because I think we mentioned in one of the last episodes that what they go through is more realistic, but this was not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? It and, was a little hyper surreal. But all of the DMV experience was like very hyper surreal, <laughs> right. which I thought was fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? Especially like the whole experience of it, like the one snip of the hair and everything's great. You know, I think for the show, because it is so like set in real time and place and we we've learned to love that about the show and at first when i was watching and they started doing this kind of over 
traumatization of the DMV. I was like, I don't know how I feel about this, but it wasn't until we got to the last part that was just like, it really is how you feel going in. Like, it you is. feel so, like, light yeah. when you walk in. You're like, no lines. It's like yeah. magic. Right. Yeah, you're like, so, what luxury? I think they had a good balance of using enough kind of fantasy mm-hmm. and still keeping it very real and how yeah. she was feeling and how she... They didn't make her look too good. Right. Like, yeah. she's a very beautiful girl, and so they could have really, like, done her up in a way, but she was still kind of herself walking mm-hmm. into this unrealistic yeah, totally. world. <laughs> the Annie Leibovitz type mm-hmm. photographer. So, meanwhile, while all this stuff is happening at the DMV, we've got Ilana on her mission to get a new job. So, like, what does she start out the episode with? She goes on the subway... And she's like, I'm not a panhandler, but, you know, tip if you like. Mm-hmm. Right? So, so then she does her, like, tap dancing. She's got, like, a coconut bra on, which I thought she was going to do something with. <laughs> no. You know, but that was just her costume. No. Or, or just what she's wearing. Right. Which is quite possible. But on there, of course, very impressed with the tap dancing and the flip. But we meet her brother. Elliot Glazer. So great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So great. And, and my favorite line that he said, he's like, you not listening to me right now is homophobic. And she's like... <laughs> Is it really? He's like, no. But she's like, I knew you were right. Yeah. You know, because he cares about her. But, like, have we seen him before? Mm -hmm. At the dog wedding. Okay. Mm, He was at the dog wedding. You are correct. So then we get into another really fun cameo of uh, Rachel Drath, who, Mm -hmm. you know, Alana goes to to try and find new work. (laughs) Two months pregnant Rachel Dratch. I shouldn't tell anybody. I hope this isn't our last Rachel Dratch appearance. Yeah. Okay. I hope they didn't waste it on that. No, I know. Because it was good, but... Yeah. There's so much more. It's funny. She is kind of playing a straight man in this, and I'm so used to her, like, because she played so many cameos in 30 Rock the yeah. first season, and she, of course, was a star on uh, SNL, so I, um, she has kind of played a straight man in mm-hmm. Broad City. I'd almost like for them to recycle her or bring her back and have her lose her mind, or... She's great. She's great. And this yeah. is, a, I think this is an opportunity for us to get that, because maybe Alana will keep coming back to her for jobs or something. Yeah. I don't know, like, mm-hmm. we'll yeah, we'll see. Yeah, she is in a position where she could be like a recurring mm-hmm. person because we already have a history of Alana going to this person to like get other jobs, you right. know? Like especially when she's like, so you know, remember what happened last time? Like, I want to know what all what happened all these times. She's like, the Chinese food. I was hungry. I know the and plane the, ticket. I was thirsty. <laughs> I was thirsty. And the door. Oh, well, this is her second time on the show. Yeah, the first time she was in, she was in the office, and so I think if they keep incorporating her in it, because. She's kind of like a transient. Like, you just never know where she's going to end up. Right. Mm-hmm. So they can keep bringing her back in a way that's not like, why is she here again? Yeah. yeah, it totally makes sense. And it did really remind me of, I think, one of my favorite cameos of Broad City ever was uh, Fred Armisen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? and, and and that's more so just the, the SNL relation. Right. But I was like, the, the I'm a baby thing mm-hmm. like was brilliant. So much fun. Yeah. So <laughs> much fun. So I would love to see that character come back somehow. I'm not sure how it would happen, but I would they love it. They could find a way. Well, maybe that's why they put him in for so little, so that we <clears throat> don't get too much of this character yet. And they, I mean, they're renewed till five seasons, so maybe we wow. will get some of these people mm-hmm. again. And that's why we're getting like little pieces to hopefully you see, you know, the chiropractor again, the realtor who I love, Amy Sedaris. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I hope yeah. that we get Jean these people. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. All of these good people. So. We, we've got Ilana comforting her, and she's like, just lay with me, and maybe I need a new job. And she's like, rubbing her belly and saying, like, you are a badass queen. You are, and she's like, I have a job for you. And she's like, social worker, bike messenger. But she's actually very good at it. So, like, when Alana's out as a bike messenger, she, like, throws this package to this lady. And she's like, this isn't mine. Oh, wait, it is. How'd she do that? 
It's that ass identification. That is wonderful. Thanks, everyone. That's really Are you writing all these down? I actually, I would got to brag. A logic and ass identification were on the spot. Nice. Very We need one for a wig helmet. Can you come up with something? Wig. See, now you're asking for it. Wig helmet? He's not prepared now. It has to be like. Yeah, let, think Cibron, and then we'll, we'll, we'll come back. Wig helmet. Is that a hell weft? Yeah, hell weft? Where'd the F the Weft? Hell. Like a weft is like a string of oh. hair. Maybe that's like too technical. That's, that's like, that's like that's a like salonist weave. would only know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. Those are weave terms, weave terms. So uh, as she's on this mission uh, as a bike messenger, she ends up having one drop off at the campaign office <laughs> of Hillary Rodham. <laughs> Queen of the world. What were like some of the things she said? I can't even. There's a list. Former pr- or uh, future presidentress. Presidentress. Yeah. <laughs> presidentress. Yeah. Yeah. So she ends up getting a job there, and at this point, like, of course, she doesn't realize that it's like volunteer mm-hmm. because she's just excited <laughs> to be there, oh which gosh. is so great. And another really amazing cameo here. We've got. Cynthia Nixon, yes, you know, who's running this meeting, and Ilana's like already like in there. She's mm-hmm. in the meeting and she's really <laughs> excited about what they're saying. Like I'm pretty sure she orgasmed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, for the Grammy. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, I can't. Uh, but she's, I, I love the, the interaction with uh, Cynthia Nixon where she's like, great, like I appreciate this, but like, how about every time you feel like saying yes, just just nod your head. Just don't. And it was, and it she was goes, so like understate. She's like. <laughs> Well, because, and that's when something so natural for someone, when you tell them to not do it, it really is hard. You have to think about that. Yeah. And so for her <laughs> sitting her sitting there doing it, I'm like, I can feel, like, you're anxious <laughs> and you just want to say it so yeah. bad. And she's sitting on the table, which I thought was fun, too. <laughs> it's just an Alana thing. All these pencils. <laughs> yeah. Everyone there looks professional, and she, of course, just looks like her. Yeah. Wearing her yeah. fancy yeah. 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 I do have to say, I love the commentary of just, if they ask her if she's a witch... Mm-hmm. Do you have it? Yeah. You got it. I was no, I had part of them. Like, she's, she's not a witch. We're not going to ask her, talk about makeup, bras. Uh, what was that? If she cries in the office. Yeah. <laughs> she knows how to read a map. Like, yeah. What an amazing way to make a joke, but also have some serious social commentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, unfortunately, this is a conversation being had, mm-hmm. which is just so crappy. I know. But, like, I love the way the show can shine a light on that. But also make it hilarious. Yeah. And I love it. She's like, Does, do people really ask that? She's like, every single day. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. they're so dejected about it. And then when they throw back at it later when she's on the, a phone call and the guy next to her is like, no, she's not a witch. <laughs> yeah. It's so great. Yeah. Like, it's really, really wonderful. And uh, then Alana calls up the brother at some point, And that's like another really fun throwback. Because he's at home spell. watching. Kirk Steelman, mm-hmm. my man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he, like, closes it, and he's like, oh, I'll go back to watching it. I loved that, like, yeah. little reference there, because that's, you know. I just like her interactions on the phone. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, bitch, call me when you vote. <laughs> Text me. And, <laughs> Text me when you're dead. And it's so natural. That's the other thing that with this show I think we identify with so much is none of them overact, and they're mm-hmm. all playing so true to who they are in right. different ways that when you're watching, you're just like, if I got that phone call and someone talked to me like that, I wouldn't be offended yeah. because you know it's really coming. They're just being themselves. Totally. It is like a show that doesn't give the actors enough credit. Like, I know they've gotten some attention, and I think Alana's gotten a couple of Critics' Choice nominations, but, like, it's you could argue it's one of the best acted comedies on TV right now mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's it's played so consistently and like it's hard to play comedic characters really consistently sometimes mm-hmm. because there's so much variation in jokes and they both nail it. Everyone mm-hmm. does in the show. I agree. Yeah. I think it helps that they write it as well. Yeah. Because then you're writing the tone for who you are right. and as we've seen as the seasons progress, they do change a little bit in mm-hmm. how they interact with each other and with other people and 
kind of their different relationships. So when you're kind of writing it for how you want to move the character, it's for a little sure. bit easier to keep it consistent, I think. Yeah, totally. Definitely. So then when we get we get Abby and Alana back together, and it's the highlight of this episode, which actually was after the credits. Like, the credits started oh, yeah. to roll. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was like the tag. And then... Hillary Clinton walks in, <laughs> and they're Clinton. like freaking out. There's sparks in the back, and then they're like, "Oh, it's just a lot." And Hillary's like, "Take your time." Mm-hmm. <laughs> she nailed it. Yeah, I thought she. Do you know, and all, and all the people that, and not that I'm jaded by it at all, but we all have like met people or interacted with celebrities that you see on TV and you think like, "Oh, I'd be so excited," and you get there and it's exciting, and then after. The next couple, it's a little less exciting until finally you're just like indifferent about it. But I think I would have that reaction meeting her. Yeah. Her hair never moves. Yeah. She's like a unicorn. Like you see her places, but like never get close enough to touch her. Right. And so when they're excited, and I saw this in an interview, they're saying like we were genuinely like shaking yeah. with excitement. Well, because that's the thing. When you work in entertainment, cause I think all four of us do, or like we're at least satellite. I mean, we're doing this. Uh, we've, we've met people. We live in LA. But politicians are like actually important people. Like mm-hmm. I think. Once you, when you work in entertainment, you realize like actors are just doing their job. They're actors; they have a job just like the rest of us. But like, and they're powerful people. But like, politicians are like socially important people and right. like actually powerful people. So Abby and Alana in real life were probably like, "Oh my gosh, we might be meeting the next president of the United States." Right. Yeah. You know? yeah. Totally. Now, would you say um, I pegged like Abby did? <laughs> so. She's like, "I'm a proud demo crat." Uh, and then what, she's like, she's a proud Democrat. She was something else. An Aquarius. An Aquarius. Yeah, an Aquarius. And, and I, I, I pegged. Just, yeah. Again, it's like so adorable. I just feel like Abby's adorable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought that Hillary Clinton's performance was good. I mean, granted, she had one or two lines. Yeah. But just the way she stood there and just smiled. The and she was Hillary. She was, yeah, she was the president. That, yeah. And that was kind of endearing to see. And, you know, people critique the amount of exposure politicians have now and their engagement in in media relations, like right, and yeah. going on late night shows and engaging with celebrities, but that's our generation, and it's very media oriented. Right. So to be able to integrate that and kind of give millennials a, a perspective that they may not have otherwise, or an interest, her being yeah. on that show, I think, is a huge step in the right direction to get younger people interested. And smart. I mean, I think that ca- I think her campaign was really smart. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's very very clever. And I know that as of the time of the taping, this was Hillary's only. Like TV show appearance. Scripted. Do you know yeah. she mm-hmm. did one right after this and she wore the same outfit? Nice. Really? Do you know yeah. what for? I can't. It was. I don't think it was um, the. What it was? The Daily Show. Oh, okay. But she wore the same jacket and they did an interview and Alana was like, she's like a real woman. Like, <laughs> she wore the same jacket. That is confidant. Like, she really was her character in <laughs> yeah, that yes. moment. And it was so cute to see, like, she goes, this is, this is like potentially the next president. She wore the same outfit. Like, she didn't care. Same jacket. She was just like beautiful, and she wore this like, like uh, lacy uh, blouse underneath, and was just like so fabulous. That's and I was awesome. like, that's amazing to think like your husband was the president of the United States. You're here now, and you're doing these cameos on kind of a nothing TV show that's just now like starting to get a little steam behind yeah. it, and you just don't care. Like, you're just here to promote. It's kind of awesome. Totally. And in that interview that I shared with you guys (laughs) Mm -hmm. a few weeks ago, they were just saying that, you know, she's there, she's totally professional, but she was just, like, making decisions at the same time. Wow. And they're like, we wouldn't expect Hillary. They're like, Bill? Yeah, probably. (laughs) But, like, Hillary, they're like, she's going to come in, or there's people smoking weed. Like, what are we going to do? You know, if she watches this show, she's not going to want to do it. And they were just so happy that she agreed to do it. And I'm glad that she did. It turned out wonderfully it's great like all of our fun cameos so like so just in these two weeks what have we had we've had alan alda uh rachel dratch 
Chris, uh, Cynthia Nixon, mm-hmm. uh, of course, Hillary Clinton. And then in our next episode uh, in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. we've got Abby's dad, played by... Tony, Tony Danza. Danza. Tony Which Danza. is a, such an interesting... Like, how do you pick Tony Danza? I'm so happy they did, though. He's kind of Philly. Was like the, I, was, I was trying to think if they were casting a Philadelphia dad. Tony Danza's a good choice, I think. Yeah. Well, he, he's also very funny. Yeah. So he made a good decision, you know, for Abby's dad because he's just kind of, like, subtle in the things that he says and does uh-huh. a lot like Abby. Mm-hmm. And he's a sweet guy, too, yeah. in the same way that she's pretty sweet, mm-hmm. you know? Their yeah. handshake. I love <laughs> I, are, are we going into the yeah, next one? Okay, yes, cool. Do so, do you guys remember the Bed Bath & Beyond, what she had one going on? Okay, so... Clearly, this is an Abby thing. Like, yes. she just likes to make these, like, little routines out of a, a handshake. And I thought that her, probably learning that from her dad was really sweet. Yeah. It was a yeah. good moment. Yeah, that's something that she's grown up with. And yeah. Them going, the whole montage of them traveling to, what is it, Wayne? Wayne. The city of Wayne. Uh, was really funny, because, like, so I'm watching it, and it's just like, oh, standard friend traveling stuff. But there's one point where they, like... Are talking to a guy? Yeah. And I was like, who is this guy? Is this was this somebody important? Because they totally were like, oh, like old pals. Like, <laughs> did she? I, I was waiting for this guy to come back, mm-hmm. but he didn't. He I felt like it was someone she just sees on the train if she goes home. Because when I was watching, I go, what a weird like introduction to yeah. this person, and then they yeah. never address it. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, talking with Brandon before the show, and it's funny. I liked this episode. I think it's been not one of my favorites of the season. Mm-hmm. There's a very specific reason why, and I couldn't figure out what it was, and you pointed it out to me. Oh, yeah. I, it was my least favorite. And it's, oh. you realize that New York is a character, and it yeah, plays right. such an important role in how they interact with each other, and all the different sets that they went to, it was something like not organic about it. Yeah, it's funny, because it, it was funny. Like It was well-written, it was smart, and it was fun having Abby and Alana together, but it did feel like taking them out of New York. It sucked a little bit out of the show for me, but mm-hmm. it was still a good episode. I mean... Uh, not as great episode of Broad City, still an amazing episode of television. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. and I noticed too, I thought you guys were going to go, I thought it was more cinematic. Like, when you watch when they see Alex at the end, it's shot like a movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't even look like a TV show anymore. And it, it I thought that's where you're going to go with this. Like, if you watch it back now, it and even in the bowling alley, the, like, mm-hmm. they're not moving around like they do. It's not like tracking shots. It was shot, I think, a little bit differently. And I meant to look up if the director was anybody different who they than they've used before. Um, but I thought, I, I don't know, I, I thought it was a fun, ep- for me, the Rat Pack was kind of the weaker one out of the season yeah. so far. Mm-hmm. But I, um, I, I enjoyed Philadelphia. Oh, I still liked it, too. It was fun having them together but I did miss New York was what I noticed yeah yeah it is a character it's like Sex and City where they talked about how that's one of the characters right. yeah. and New York City plays a part and we've seen parts of New York that we haven't seen on other shows because Broad City brings us to parts of New York that we don't see on other shows right, right. it's sure. just like in Sex and the City when they go to Los Angeles like it, it feels a little off mm-hmm. you're just like a little off like it's fine episode but you're like oh but I want you to go like sit on a stoop somewhere. The, the one thing, and you're right, that you see about Broad City is that because they root it in so much realism is that you see the gritty, gross parts of New York right. that you learn to, if you live there, you learn to appreciate those things, but it's not kind of the glitz and glamour. Like with L.A., they only shoot in a very selected part of L.A. Mm-hmm. because right. otherwise people would be appalled. Right. It kind of loses its glamour. Yeah. But with, with New York being such a prominent character in the show, when you go places like Philadelphia, and they've said that this season is going to be a little bit more aligned with how other series are shot. So mm-hmm. maybe going other places, you know, some of the camera work, things like that. Mm-hmm. So I'll be interested to see when they get back to New York if the camera mm-hmm. angles and editing editing stay the right. same, but they're back in the city. Yeah, because that could be a jump in budget. Mm-hmm. And it just it happened to kick in during this traveling episode, or maybe that's why they could travel for this episode. Yeah. You know, because to take a whole crew to another place that's not where they're regularly based, like, that mm-hmm. costs a lot. And there's more just there's more narrative continuity, which is an, it's an interesting twist, and I 
I don't know if I prefer either way. Like, yeah. I don't know if I love it or dislike it. It's just an interesting change for this season, which is nice. It's nice to have a change. And you brought that up last week, that they were going to try to make this one a little bit more narrative. Seasonal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was yeah. expecting uh, something from Trey this week, mm-hmm. on one, or I guess from the past two weeks, a You're little right. thing about yeah. Abby. But, I mean, you could really drop in and watch um, 2016 if you wanted to, and you wouldn't have to know the show. Yeah, you're actually right. Like, I don't feel like we had a lot of plot development in these two. I but, don't know. Yeah, but overall, I mean, they've, they've grown the characters even more. Like, we mm-hmm. know that... Alana can tap dance now. I mean, you you get these characters, you get more and more each episode, but for sure, we just didn't get a tray or we didn't get a Lincoln or maybe we'll see a lot more in these last four because there's only four left, yeah, right? We I only have two more episodes. Yeah. Don't, don't even. I know. So I'm wondering all the heartbreak. If we're gonna see a lot more in the leads last four, maybe we'll see a ton. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. they they did say to specify. They did say that if you watch them independently, you wouldn't be out anything, yeah. but you would get the most robust story from watching them sequentially. So okay. it's kind of like any other season that they've done. You can watch one by itself and not need to know anything about the characters and still enjoy it. So right. I don't think it's you have to watch them this way to understand what's really going on because that, that would change the entirety of the show. Right. It's nice to be able to watch one and then, oh, I haven't watched for three weeks, so I'll watch right. this one and then I'll watch that one. It's Definitely. kind of the fun part. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So in this episode in Philadelphia, we've got basically two missions, right? Abby's <laughs> mission is to get this money back to her high school friend, Alice, mm-hmm. who got in an accident. She did a fundraiser for her and realizes, oh, shit, I never gave her the money. <laughs> Years later. <laughs> Years later. And then Alana's mission is... She's trying to sell this Beanie Baby, this super valuable... John Bonnet Ramsey. <laughs> Which was, I think that's a real thing, isn't it? They had the princess die Beanie Baby. Oh, I thought you meant John Bonnet Ramsey. <laughs> no, I like, yeah, she was very real. Occur. That doesn't click with me. I don't know who John... No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about... They had, like, Prince Di, uh Beanies, mm-hmm. right? And was John Bonnet really a Beanie Baby? I don't know. I feel like Can that was that maybe up? not. I don't okay, have Wi-Fi don't... here, but we're, we'll double-check yeah, it. If you guys look. are watching... I'm going to look it up right now. That makes me a little sick to my stomach. It, no, there is stars. a princess die. Didn't it have it was stars purple, and a crown? I think. Oh, oh, maybe I'm thinking of I don't know, Hillary Rodham Clinton. I'm looking it all up. I feel so like we don't it's have one to. of two things. Either Broad City wanted to like make fun of how like corporatized <laughs> Beanie Babies were, yeah. or they were like, this is real. More people need to know that this actually exists. We're writing it into the show as a main plot point of this episode. Yeah, because we're going back into Abby's room, which... I had Beanie Babies when I was a kid, oh, yeah. and I love that the room was still the same because I was trying to look for all the posters and who. And the, I guess she had Ross Geller from Friends. Yeah. I was like, uh-huh. yeah, like it's just like it's so of the time. So I thought that a Beanie Baby was very apropos. Yeah. yeah. What that, kind of stuff is in your childhood room? Oh man, a lot of like trophies. That sounds so douchey. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Let, let's hear more about your trophies. What kind of trophies? <laughs> like I used to run. I was a cross country runner. Oh, okay. and I swam and stuff. That's so. not that bad, all right. And, but I was also on like an awesome creative writing team. I'm really proud of those trophies. And oh, that's where all your fancy work comes from. Story. Exactly. So you know, that's wow. what. I, uh, that's mostly it. Though. I have a boring bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. And what about you? Yeah. Oh me. <laughs> I'm still looking up this Johnny Ramsey. Uh, <laughs> You know, I had a, <laughs> I had sports posters that were put there for me. Otherwise, I would have <laughs> not chosen those. But then I did have a beautiful Britney Sepia tone uh, poster behind my door, and then Spears? a Backstreet. Yes, of course. Okay. <laughs> Who else? I, I just Who else in the '90s? Britney related would have been, been relevant Murphy. enough no. to. It could have been. Actually, I do not love, really Snow Murphy. Yeah, it could have been Murphy. Uh, I do love Britney Murphy. And then I had like a Backstreet Boys ones, but otherwise, I was. Like nothing. Otherwise, it was like Pottery Barn type things that my mom wow. put in there, right. and Does it looked still like a magazine. Like that? God no! Oh my, yeah. we've moved a hundred times. <laughs> yeah. I've I went to like seven different schools all through, all through elementary. So yeah. that stuff is Me boxed too. up, packed away. Oh, we are twinsies. Do you do you feel like you, 
like I don't have any I didn't care about a childhood room like yeah. I have friends in college or who graduated they do want their parents changing their room yeah oh, like, what eyes you have there I always miss out on that because whenever people are like oh I'm going back to the like visit my parents and like my room is still there like my childhood or, home or they're like oh they're changing my room to be a gym or something and I was like so yeah you don't live there right it's fine like yeah. who cares like I don't know where any of my childhood no is. it's like gone all I have is stuff from the last five years Mm-hmm. And you're like lucky to have that. You're like, I'm surprised I didn't throw that shit yeah, out. Yeah, like, this is great. This well, is that's awesome. what I liked about this episode was that Abby is the kind of person who would be attached to her child yeah. and stuff. Like, that was smart writing. And yeah. what a fun production design job to create her room. Yeah. Like, to see, we saw Grateful Dead and like, fish? we see. I saw a fish poster. Fish. Yeah. Uh-huh. We see her dreadlock. <laughs> her dreadlock that smells <laughs> like know, me. That was so gross. Uh, that was a little, like, Broad City can be all, almost too gross for me. And something about that really was like. That a lot of clips. The two, I mean, and that they say I mean but she, played like, into had a part. It, so why? Yeah. She's had yeah. like in a bag, like in a pile. In okay, I I just found the Japanese Ramsey. Okay, <laughs> so it is not a real Beanie Baby, from oh, what okay. I can tell. Okay. Good. Uh, Princess Di did have a real one. It was purple. Yeah. But they say in the episode she's talking about you know fo- people are like following up about this Beanie Baby, and she goes, well, the John the the Ramseys want this thing. Which is really interesting. I wonder if they got any flack for that because it's kind of like a soft spot for America. That was like America's sweetheart when it happened. Right. And so I, I wonder how they chose to incorporate that, like that specific yeah, thing. Yeah, it's a decision. I wonder if they worry, like, oh, this might not be. Maybe this is going to be too far. Mm-hmm. Maybe because it was so like specific that that's what made it appealing Work. to them. Yeah. This episode did have some a little bit more darkness than we're used to, which I was fine with. I never mind that. But uh... yeah, like a girl got hit by a bus. <laughs> uh, my on boyfriend a just texted and said, uh, "WTF? Seriously, Jumpin' Ramsey Beanie? Everyone can calm yeah. down. There's no Jumpin' <laughs> It's not real. Wait a minute. I have done. That's the Princess that's Die. Princess oh, Die. Our producer mm-hmm. did in fact find the Princess Die Beanie Baby. Mm-hmm. I apologize for thinking it was a real thing. <laughs> Are you gonna throw it out there, Marissa? Uh, you know. Yep. Very impressive. Look at and that. they're worth money. Yeah. Like, and, and you have, I can't remember, one time I had, like, done a little research, McDonald's toys are worth a lot of money, and McDonald's toys release, like, miniature Beanie Babies, and they were going for, like, 500 bucks online. I have a Beanie Baby, you guys are going to want to hate me, that's worth $3,200. What? Mm-hmm. What it is it? Day. It's only worth what someone will buy it for, so it may say $3,200. No, 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 on eBay, the, say, the one that I have is going for $3,200. What, which one is it? I think it's Peanut. Is that an elephant? Mm-hmm. Oh. That was a really random uh, guess. Uh, if you no, do you want it? I have it's I have thirty two hundred in my <laughs> like a lot. I just bought a box. Here it is. I'm gonna wait though, because in ten years, who knows? Who knows if you if they're still you know if there's still a market for it that. fluctuates. What does Alana say? These things go up and down. They fluctuate. It, yeah. it depends Listen, on the like, weight of the yen or yeah. whatever. Because I take stuff a lot and I sell it, resell it on eBay all the time. <laughs> do you make money doing that? I do. You could live in New York. I feel like you have you have to do those yeah. types of hustle. things to live there. You have to have the hustle. But I don't have that. No, I've definitely had things that like I bought and then I'm like alright I'm gonna sell it during the Christmas season and then for some reason like I missed it during the Christmas season so now it's like worth only like retail mm-hmm. so I'm like I have to wait mm. and so now it just like sits in my it's it's usually Nintendo stuff oh, oh that's interesting I'll buy that like, yeah. little like little toys and things like that well like, since we're off topic them. have you ever noticed how at Goodwill they <laughs> never mark down because if you thrift they never mark down holiday stuff so that's very no. smart yeah Holiday stuff must sell really well. Yeah, all the time. Because everybody's always going to want it. Well, now the market's going to be saturated because everyone watching this is going to go out my holiday stuff on eBay. Uh, hundreds of millions of viewers. <laughs> well, okay, so impressed with Alana and her, her skills, her negotiation skills. Like, so, mm-hmm. like that, I was like, yes, I am in this. Yes, I'm yes, in Alana because yes. I'm definitely the one who was like, listen, no, I'm not new. Yeah. I'm not new. I've been in the game 10 years, mm-hmm. all right? This is, you're going to pay for this. 
And but they're so as they're going along on this, trying to get the money back to Alice because they have to find Alice and where she lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, they end up spending like half of the money or mm-hmm. like more than it. Yeah, like. This was the only thing to me that I'm just like, okay, like, could he just take an Uber or something? Get over there. They didn't know where she lived. They were doing, like, recon. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. But they didn't have to, like, recon, like, that that (laughs) This was funny. I was just going to say quick, like, I almost felt like, and this isn't usually a complaint I have with the show, I felt like it did take us a minute to get going with this episode plot-wise, which I know, like, plot isn't what Broad City is, but (laughs) we didn't really get a conflict until the second act, like, until we broke into the second act. But once this was introduced to the idea of we've got to get this money back owing to guilt, but the only way we can get this money back is by spending the money we need to give back, I thought was a pretty funny setup. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. obviously, like they were not, the money was not going to make it there, mm-hmm. right? You know, but I, I wish that they just took the Winnebago that Abby got ki- taken in. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. That, that whole like section was so awful, like dark, but hilarious. Right. This is where we she, told she you about our to divorce. Be in the trash can? Well, yeah. I think it was a nice juxtaposition between the beautiful suburban area <laughs> right. and then like the horrible things that happened in suburbia. Hilarious. That well, Abby I, got I, taken. It's it just like explains she, she a lot. She likes trash because it's like things that have a history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's so great. Which maybe that's why she was a cleaner at um at the gym. Yeah. At Solstice, yeah. Yeah. All well, they, they did successfully get the get back to Alice, but of course she's got like a baller mansion <laughs> that used to belong to Will Smith's mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and she's like a model because the surgery like made her elongated her and she just could never get the weight no on. scars she can't but yeah she can't she on famous or, that was in a cameo was i it? thought it was kate upton when she opened the door at first i was like no way and then yeah. i don't i didn't recognize her I didn't after recognize okay her. I don't she think was pretty though she was yeah. very beautiful pretty. yeah and a good i thought she had good timing too yeah she's funny and i liked the interaction with uh, the boyfriend, which Abby earlier in the episode had made out with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Abby's frisky this season. Yeah, They're getting her getting hers. Yeah, get it, girl, get it. And I, I just like that. He's like, I'm sorry, babe. She's like, this is a second time today. Second like, strike. Today. <laughs> today. Yeah, that was. I think that I wrote that down. That was my favorite line. Really, really great. And then Elana, like, so she ends up losing the beanie baby in the end because. Alice just takes it, yeah. you know, and she's she's like offers it to her, and then the girl snatches it, and she's like thirty two hundred dollars. Why we could have just been jerks and left, yeah, yeah, you know. So yeah, yeah that's that's our girls. Those are our girls. I love them. I love them so much. So. Like life, not not everything can be super interesting and fun. Yes. But this episode, in the grand scheme of things, was still pretty good for it, what they do. The, the bar is just set so high right. that now it's like achieving that every week. I can do it. Ended yeah. strong, I thought, and mm-hmm. it's. Really Really smart to have that dreadlock, which we knew smelled like sausage or pepperoni, mm-hmm. to be the thing that got the dog to drop the thing. So it just mm-hmm. it all relates, and they just think so far ahead when they're writing these. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. yeah, they they're like they, they plant little seeds, and and mm-hmm. I can imagine like from like when I've written things, like I might write through and I'm like this scenario, like how how could have we gotten out of this in a mm-hmm. creative way? And then you back up and you're like, okay, let's plant this. Seed. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And it'll be fun. Good writing strategy. It'll be fun. Cool. So yeah, those are our two episodes for this week's after show for Broad City mm-hmm. 2016 in Philadelphia. Let's do some predictions, guys. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Uh, I think we're going to see more of Trey next week. Yeah. I think because they kind of talked about him in one of the last two episodes, or not talked about him, but referenced him from the Kirk Steele right. era. And when they get back to the city, I feel like Abby's going to have to address what happened. Yeah, right? it needs to be addressed. Yeah. I agree. I want that. And um, I'm hoping, I mean, my first week prediction was cameos, and I'm getting those. So bam, I want bam, more, bam. more, 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 more. Yeah, um, I think we'll have an Abby and Alana separated episode next time because we have them together for mm-hmm. Philadelphia. I'm still trabbying, so I hope that happens. 
Which is Trey and Abby. I'm sure. <laughs> I got that. Um, <laughs> and have we seen Bevers once this season? Very uh, quick, just in the on the toilet. Yeah, I bet we'll montage. get more Bevers. I like. I missed him. I didn't think yeah. I'd miss him, but I miss Bevers. Okay. I think that he had another show going on, so maybe oh, that really? might have been reason. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, we do get like a quick Bevers. Yeah, I'd like yeah. that. Yeah, I am hoping for Trey and Abby uh-huh. to happen. Trabby, Trabby, Trabby. Uh, but I think that Abby will keep it a secret from Alana. <gasps> I have one more. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do I think that Lincoln, Alana, and someone else are going to get into a polyamorous relationship. Because <gasps> she was so excited. Yeah. That just made me think about it. Like, they're going to be in like a non-traditional totally. relationship. And then one thing that's not necessarily prediction, but something I would have loved to see in my like in my world where these characters are real is seeing Abby and Alana from the show interact and run into Donald Trump. Ooh. Like, that would, that would be, be fast. I don't want the cameo to happen. Right. But if this were real life, I would love to see. What they could. They could do happen. a nod to him in some way. Like yeah. Address it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be brilliant. Uh, we'll, All right. we'll see you next week. Yeah. All right. Cool. So let's tell everybody where they can find you. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Again, it's Jeff Graham. Uh, keep watching. We love having you here every week. Guys, can find me on Twitter at Jeffrey C Graham, and then on Instagram at Jeffrey Crane Graham. And at the beach. And at the beach. <laughs> yeah, look for some. You were very aggressive with that it, it, point. There was so much. Uh, I'm gonna do that. I was pointing. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm. It's because we're talking. My strengths politics. as a host probably don't lend themselves to intros and outros, but I'm I'm learning, you guys. You're doing great. Right. Second strike today. Second strike today. <laughs> okay. Today. All right, <laughs> today. Uh, I'm Jay. You can find me on Instagram at don't underscore be underscore jealous, and then Twitter. Still underscore jealous. I say it every week and I still can't get it out. Sorry. Yeah, uh, well, I'm Brandon Marlowe. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at B A M A R L O. Yeah. And I'm Mary Lou Mandel. Thank you so much for watching again, you guys. You can find me on all social media at Mary Lou Mandel, M A R I E L O U M A N D L. We will see you in two weeks. Yeah. Bye, guys. Yeah. Yes. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.